I'm Rachel Olstead, the intuitive business coach, and this is the Dream Builder Society podcast. My mission is to empower women to create an abundant life of freedom, wealth, and joy. I specialize in helping visionary, driven, and passionate women just like you grow and scale their online businesses through powerful strategy, mindset, and energy healing work. Tune in every week to hear my experiences and tips for building a wildly successful six-figure business while working part-time. I truly believe business gets to be fun and simple. You get to have it all, and I'm here to show you how. Hey, everyone. Welcome back to another episode of the Dream Builder Society podcast. I am kind of floored to share with you that this episode is actually episode number 52, which is actually a really special episode for me and for us for just this podcast. And the reason being is that this is actually representing the one year mark, the one year birthday, the one year anniversary, whatever you want to call it of the Dream Builder Society podcast. And I am so excited, so grateful, so honored to have had this platform to share with you and to share value, to connect, to give back, to just grow as a business owner as you guys grow as business owners. And it's been so fun this past year to have a podcast. I've always wanted a podcast. And um, last year, I kind of just whipped it together last minute. And I I shouldn't say last minute, but it was really like this thought in my mind, probably in, I think it was maybe like February or March of 2020. And I just said like, let's do it. Let's roll with it. Let's get things together. My, um, my amazing VA at the time really just helped me get everything launched and out there into the world. And it has been such a, it kind of started as like, I won't say passion project because it wasn't just like a random thing that I wanted to do on the side. It's very much obviously connected to my business, but I just wanted to take some time today on this episode. And as I was kind of reflecting, like, okay, what do I want to talk about? Like this like one year celebration episode is supposed to be so amazing and so just like eye-opening and what should I reflect on? What should I do? And I like had a little drama, honestly, in my mind around the topic for this podcast. And I'm like, okay, it has to be right. And I realized like all of these thoughts in my head of like, it has to be right. What should I do? I don't want to mess up. I want to make it amazing, right? Like all of these thoughts that I was having that was causing me to feel a little stressed, honestly, and a little a little anxious, if I'm being completely honest, around like making sure, right, that this like number 52, as if there's like some massive, massive significance to this, is really like, it actually caused me to take, and I'm kind of walking you through like my own model, for those of you not um, familiar with the self-coaching model, I'm really talking about like how our thoughts create our feelings, create our actions, create our results, right? And um, this is one of like the main tools that I use as far as like the mindset piece and managing our minds um, for myself and with my clients as well. And so taking you through a little bit of like my own like thought pattern and my own model about this episode, I just thought was really enlightening to share with you because actually like all of those thoughts and feelings that I was having 
was actually causing me to like avoid recording this episode. And yeah. And so here I am. I worked through a lot of that. I, I got some coaching on it. I coached myself on it. And I just decided that like there was no one right thing. And there was, there was no right answer. There was only the answer that felt good at the time. And that this podcast episode number 52 was not going to make or break my business, right? It was not going to, um, you know, it, this one episode is not going to be what, what makes me a multi six figure coach or what like detracts all of the clients from me, right? Like this one episode is one episode, right? It's a mile marker in my business. And I decided to, instead of like stress about it, I just decided to like listen to my intuition, trust my gut, have fun with it, keep it simple and just share what's on my heart. And so that's what I'm doing for you guys today. And I just want to offer that like this thought of like, this can be, this can be what I want, right? Like one step at a time, there's no right answer. Like all of these thoughts that I decided to then focus on, like you can focus on these too. Like these thoughts are available for you guys in your own business right now. And I just wanted to offer that perspective because I know that a lot of women in business, especially have these thoughts about themselves and just all people, right? But especially in business, like we cling on to these lies and these thoughts that like there's one right way, there's a best practice, there's a whatever, right? And that's simply not true. And so today, instead of making it this like massive, like year end reflection and like taking pieces from like every episode or doing a guest interview, I just decided today to actually share with you like two sets of 10. Okay. And I'm going to share with you just like my top 10 takeaways from the last year, not even specifically of podcasting, not necessarily like only as a, um, as a business coach. Um, I did a similar episode about like 30 lessons for 30 years when I turned 30 back in October of 2020. And, um, that was super fun. And so I decided to kind of like just really, really pare down. Like what are the top 10 takeaways from this last year from May 2020, which was a wild month, right? Like it was, I mean, it wasn't like the beginning, beginning of the pandemic, but we were still very much all in lockdown. Like there was so much going on, so much drama, so much stress, so much just unknown uncertainty, so much fear, like in the collective and all the way to where we are today, which is May of 2021. And then I'm also going to share with you because I thought it was kind of fun, 10 money-making thoughts that I have chosen over the past couple of years in my business to focus on. And, um, and these thoughts have made me a lot of money and the focusing on these thoughts has helped me help my clients make a lot of money and just help me create so many amazing results in my life and business by focusing on these thoughts. And so I wanted to offer them to you because I think a lot of times when we hear the idea of like, oh, just choose new thoughts, right? Like it doesn't feel as simple as just choosing new thoughts. Like (laughs) there's a lot of drama that sometimes goes into that process. And I know because I've gone through it right time and time again, and I help my clients go through it constantly. But I wanted to offer that like these thoughts can be your thoughts too, right? Like these thoughts that I have that I've chosen 
they're also available to you. Like these aren't just my thoughts that have made me a lot of money and that have helped me really step into my power and into, you know, just my role even deeper as a business coach for women. But these thoughts can be things that you decide and just decide, right, to start thinking and believing for yourself. And so I want to share those with you today. So let's dive in. Let's talk a little bit about the top 10 takeaways from the last year. Number one, and these are really in no particular order, but I'm just going to kind of cruise through them today for you guys. And I would love for you to do your own reflection as I'm kind of reflecting. I would love for you to take the time in your own schedule to sit down, give yourself 20 minutes to just like write and just reflect. It's really powerful to do that and to take that time. And so I would encourage you to do that. I would encourage you to take 20 minutes, sit down, collect your thoughts and like come up with the top 10 lessons and takeaways from your last year as well. I think it'll be really, really eye opening for you and hopefully exciting, like all the things that you've learned and that you have realized in the past year. So number one is that simple is always better like truly simple is always better. Simplicity for me, especially in the last year has been like the answer to everything. And I could go on and on and on and on about this. I've done several podcast episodes where I talk about simplicity, the power of simplicity, not only like with our physical space of like decluttering things in our life and um, simplifying our routine, simplifying how we even like our relationships, right? Like getting rid of some of like the extra like negative energetic pieces that we bring to our relationships um, with our kids, with our spouses, with our clients, right? With our business as well. Like we can simplify and like declutter like the mental and emotional pieces. And a lot of that comes through obviously mindset work, energy work, subconscious healing work, which I, I do on myself constantly and, and work, have worked with many mentors and do this work with my clients as well, but also in like the day to day, right? And in the grand scheme of things, like having a simple offer, I've talked about that a lot, having a simple schedule, having a simple, having simple processes and a, a simplified business, right? Without all of the excess, without all of like the massive to-do list, without like a million offers. So yeah, simple is always, always better. So when in doubt, like for me, now I ask myself like consistently, and I've shared this question before, like how can this be more simple and fun? Like everything in my life, how can this be more simple and fun? And um, this goes with my business as well. And I just wanted to share that with you because it's been like wildly impactful. Just this idea of simplifying. Um, the second takeaway is that the more me I am, the better everything gets. And so this might be kind of like, this is actually like a pretty complex takeaway, but like truly, the more I step into me, the more I stop trying to be someone else, the more I just like allow my true self, my strengths and my weaknesses, my like the good and the bad, and really, really just step into like who I am, which I realized is like way more powerful Like I know that I am way more powerful than I have like really ever allowed myself to believe. And I think that that is so true 
for all of us. And so the more I step into me, the more I, I really, really just allow myself to like take up the space and take up the, um, you know, and just like have the opinions that I have and be the person that I am at my core. Like the more me I am, the better things get in my relationships, right? In my business, in my marketing, in how I sell, in how I, you know, talk to people and how I network and how I serve my clients. Like I'm just so much more confident because I'm just allowing myself to be me truly. And I've done a lot of exploration and a lot of like self-development. I'm just like really using that umbrella term here to get to the point where like, I'm really, really understanding like who I actually am and who I'm becoming too, right? Because we're always growing and, and changing. And that's like a beautiful thing, but leaning into me and not ever trying to be someone else or trying to like mimic or copy someone else or how someone does something or, you know, what their preferences are and like trying to, to, to be that or to emulate that. Like the more me I am, the better everything gets. The more money I make, the more satisfaction I have, the better my clients businesses are, right? Because they get all of me and not just like part of me because I'm kind of covering other parts of me up, right? My husband gets like that new perspective of like, this is all of me, right? And I'm not trying to like be someone I'm not. And it's just been like so profound. And I want to share that with you too in life and business, you guys, because you know that everything I talk about is so holistic. Like I truly believe that, especially as um, mostly solopreneurs or just small business owners, whether you have a team or not, like most of you are running, you know, small businesses um, that aren't like massive corporations with huge teams. Um, and even then, if you are like the more that we lean into who we are and like stop apologizing for that, the better, truly, truly, the better everything gets. Third big takeaway is that I have realized um, whether you believe or understand the concept of manifestation or not, I want to share this with you because it's it's true. We are always, as human beings, we're always manifesting things, okay? Essentially attracting things to us or repelling things to us. Just energetically, that's how it is. That is like truly like a law of the universe. It's It, it can be something that you get on board with or you don't, but like regardless, it's still happening, right? Like whether you like to believe that the sun rises every day, um, well, the sun's always up, but right, like that concept, like the sun will rise every day, that there will be day and there will be night. Like if you want to argue with that, sure, right? Like you can, but it's still happening. So whether you want to believe it or not, manifestation is always happening. We're always attracting things and we're always repelling things based on like what we, you know, our, our energetic vibration. And as a Christian, I know that this can be something that a lot of like Christian women specifically struggle with kind of getting on board with, but there's so many biblical references too, and I'm not going to get into that right now. But the big takeaway about this manifestation thing is like, okay, if we're always manifesting, whether we like to or not, whether we realize it or not, whether we're intending to or not, I just decided, like, why not just decide what I want to manifest instead of just like manifesting on accident, right? Manifesting like, you know, random like bills in the mail or like 
you know, like manifesting like problem clients to our businesses or manifesting like quote unquote bad things, right? Things that are like undesired. And so instead, like I have really, really developed this practice and a practice that is actually very, very simple, but wildly profound that I've shared with my clients as well as like, really, we can just decide what we want to manifest, what we want to create, what we want to co-create with God, if you want to think about it like that basically what we want to invite into our lives. And so we can just be intentional. And that's a huge takeaway for me that really allowed me to kind of step out of this. I don't feel like I ever really lived in like this victim-y mentality, but I think we can all um, find times in our lives that like we felt like, oh, why me? Why is this happening to me? Why do bad things happen to me, right? Like this victim-y kind of poor me attitude, which actually just like creates more of that, right? Like we just like manifest more things to like feel um, pity for ourselves about. And so I realized that, oh, I'm done with that. Like I'm done with that, like self-pity, like river of misery, kind of like woe is me type of a thing. And I decided, oh, I just get to be intentional about what I want to create. Not that like bad things don't happen in life because that's just life, right? But we can just be so much more intentional and set our intentions and really focus on those and raise our energetic frequency to like attract those things intentionally, like deciding in advance what we want and creating that right through, through our thoughts, through our feelings, right? Our energetic vibration, which is just the same thing as like our feelings in our body. Um, and then through our inspired action. And so that's been a really beautiful reflection and like process that I've gone through this year and that I've also helped my clients really, really step into as well that I wanted to share with you. Takeaway number four is that, and this isn't like a massive mind blowing thing, but it was a huge realization for me that like, wow, we like, we really can do hard things, right? And I'm not trying to glorify the idea of like, things being hard. But I realized that since starting my business, and this was almost a moment of like, oh my gosh, I'm going to look back in like even two years, three years from now and look back at this like first couple years of my business and this first year of podcasting. And I'm going to be blown away by myself. And I, I want you to like, think about like all of the things that you've done too, even in the last year that you're going to look back and be like, wow, I can't believe I did that. Like, that was incredible. How did I do that? Right. And just kind of laugh at like the, the absurdity of like some of the crazy things that were like actually really difficult at the time that you just like got through. Right. You did it. You kept on keeping on. Right. Um, and we can do hard things. And, and what, where this is coming from is I realized that in the entire time that I have had my coaching business, I have either been pregnant and chasing around a toddler um, or had a newborn and a toddler like nursing or have been, um, well, pregnant again. <laughs> and so it has been a wild journey. But even in the last year, I've been um, from from podcasting and from May 2020 through May 2021, it's just been wild. Like the entire time I've had my business, I've been pregnant, nursing or raising a newborn and um, a toddler and running my business and doing all of the things. And this is not, again, to glorify like things being hard or glorify 
being busy. Like that's not what this is about. But it was really just like, wow, like I can actually do this, right? And I, I've done it and I've made a lot of money and I have gotten a lot of support. Yes. But I've also, I've also put myself first a lot in that time period. And I've also worked with amazing clients and helped them get amazing results and like, all of this stuff is it gets to happen, right? And it doesn't have to be like so hard, but I, I just realized and I wanted to share with you guys that like we really can do hard things and getting that support, right? As we're doing those things is so wildly important. Number five is that coaches and mentors, like having coaches, having mentors, having people who we, especially people that we choose to invest in, right? Go back to my um, episode about why paying matters. If you want to dig into that piece of like why it's not just like enough to have like a mentor by your side who's who you're not paying. But like for me, coaches and mentors are absolutely necessary. And you guys know I've shared a lot about like how much I've invested, how many coaches I've invested in and mentors, and it's been wildly effective and helpful and transformational in so many ways on so many levels. But this is a huge takeaway for me that like, although it's been an amazing experience and they're absolutely necessary, sometimes flying solo, right? And learning and growing on your own for some time, some period of time and learning to rely on yourself and have your own back and not like only rely on the support of a coach to get you the results that you want is also so profound. And I wanted to share this because in the two years that I have been like a little over two years that I've been in business and obviously in the past year of podcasting, there has not been um, really much of a gap at all between different coaches and mentors that I've worked with. And I um, I just want to share with you guys that at this point in my business, I am actually no longer working directly with a coach for some time being one because of the upcoming maternity leave, I guess if I can call it that, my upcoming maternity leave for baby number three, and just some things that I really, really want to um, kind of buckle down on in my own business. And I believe so deeply in the value of coaching. And this is not me saying like, I, I no longer believe in coaching. I'm like, I'm not going to be investing in coaching in the future because that's absolutely not the case. I already have kind of like a bucket list of and list of like next mentors that I would absolutely love to work with. And so it will be part of my business journey. But I'm also really, really excited to take a little bit of time on my own and just like really step into my power without like ever having to rely on a coach. And I still have other like mentors and um, and business friends and stuff that I'm surrounding myself with. So I'm not like taking myself out of the picture and like you know, going on an island by myself trying to grow my business, but it is so profound, just like the amount of self-trust and the amount that like I have already discovered about myself and like that I can rely on myself and that I do have the answers and that like I do know what I'm doing. And it's just so powerful, right? To like have that reflection and, and have my own back as I'm growing and getting ready to, to invest in my next mentor. So that was a huge one for me, realizing that like I don't need coaching. I don't need these things, but instead like 
I love them, right? And I love having my own back. I love having support. Um, I love both of them, but having this like ebb and flow of what investments I'm making, why I'm making them and choosing them only out of desire rather than obligation of like, if I don't invest, I'm not going to reach my goals, right? And only making decisions out of desire of like, I know I'm going to reach my goals and I'm so excited to work with this mentor and, and or coach to help me get there, right? So I hope you can kind of see that difference, but that's been a huge takeaway for me. Um, number six is that the more money I make, the easier it gets. This is wildly true in the entire course of my business. The more money I make, the easier it gets and the more fun it gets because I'm really, really learning to market and sell and deliver to my clients at like such a higher level than I was in the beginning, of course, right? Because we learn and grow and we we're constantly reflecting on things. And so um, this is really fun that it's not like I used to think like the more money it was going to be like more work, more stress, more time, more everything that was like in my mind negative. But actually, I found that it's the opposite. Like the more money I make, the more money just keeps coming. And it's like way easier and more fun and simpler than I ever thought it was going to be. And this allows me so much extra freedom to um to truly like deliver on the work, right? It's not just getting paid and then, okay, where's the next client? Instead, it's like just expecting that like, this is who I am. I just make a lot of money because I deliver at such a high level to my clients. And that is such a joy, right? For me, like it's not even about, um, and I, I feel like at the beginning of your business, it really is just about like, oh, I made this money. Like, where's the next client? Because it it feels like you're just starting with that momentum. But now I feel like the momentum is like truly just here. It's just in my business. And it's so fun for me to like really step into that space where like I'm never really thinking about or worrying about the money, right? Because it's just easier and easier and easier. And instead I get to focus on you know, the next steps in my business, what feels fun and over delivering and serving the heck out of my clients, which has just been so wildly fun. Um, especially in the last year as like, I really, really shifted in my business and started helping even more of the right women, like amazing clients. And it's just been so fun. And I see that in my own clients' businesses as well. Like the more money they make, the easier it gets. Like the more clients they sign, the faster they keep signing clients, the the more money they make, like the easier it is for the money to just keep coming in. Like it's just this like rinse and repeat. And it's so fun to watch them get those same results. Takeaway number seven is that my podcast, and this is huge because I think a lot of people like really, really double down on their podcast as like their main marketing source, their main source of like driving revenue um, and clients to their business. And while that's like true for my business in some sense, like it's so fun to have this podcast but it's actually not something that I like rely on ever to get clients from, right? I have gotten clients like from the podcast, but it's more just like, this is an amazing outlet for me to be able to give value. And this is an amazing opportunity for me to use my voice literally and figuratively to share with you guys, to reflect, to share the behind the scenes, to teach on things that I teach my clients and to um, really just over deliver to you guys 
in this way, in a way that like anyone around the world can have access to this. And I truly love podcasting so much that I would do it even if I never got a single client from it. I would do this even if it didn't bring me in any money. Like this thought alone, truly, I just want to offer you guys this idea of like, I would do this even if I didn't get paid, right? Like how profound of a thought is that? Because that means you're fully, fully, fully in sufficiency, right? Like these thoughts, this, this idea is what makes you and your offer and your business like really unstoppable. Like I would do this. And again, it's not like devaluing your work of like, I should do this for free, but instead it's like, I would do this. Like I would podcast. I would continue sharing with the world and sharing my knowledge and experience and expertise. Like I would do this anyways, even if I never got clients from it because I love it so much. And I know that it's wildly valuable and it's just fun for me. And so that is something that I've really realized that like, I've even had a a few people like tell me in the past year, like, Oh, like, are you getting a lot of clients from your podcast? And I, I, my answer to them is literally like, I don't know. And that's not important to me, right? Like, yeah, I check the, the analytics. Yeah. I I'm on top of that kind of data collection, but it's not a huge priority for me because I know and I trust that like people will find this podcast. And I know that I've had so many women reach out already in the past year that like certain concepts, certain ideas have like really changed just the way they do everything in their business and their life. And, and like that is the main goal for me. And if it, if it creates a client, beautiful, right? If it creates that opportunity for a client to say like, wow, I'm so inspired and so like ready to do this work and work with Rachel, like fantastic. Like I'm here to support you if that's you, right? But if it's, if it's just, and I say just with like these quotes, (laughs) these air quotes, like if it's, even just an outlet for for women in business, moms in business to get support and to come and get value, like that is worth it to me. Um, Number eight is that the more belief in I have in myself, the better results my clients get. And this was really fun to reflect on. And I was even like, as I was kind of reflecting, I'll I'll share with you guys kind of my overall takeaways too. Um, coming up on an episode of our incredible retreat that we just came back from for the visionary mastermind. I took three of the clients, um, that are in the visionary mastermind, unfortunately, just with pandemics and lockdowns and all of that. Um, not everyone was able to come, but three of us, um, or four of us, including myself went down to Florida for a four day retreat. And it was absolutely amazing, like mind blowing, mind blowing shifts, tons of strategy, tons of mindset work, tons of like, release, subconscious, inner child healing, like all of the things. And it was also just so beautiful to to rest together and just hang out and spend time together and really just like step into and watch these amazing women, these clients of mine step into like their next level self. And I realized like, as I was there, I'm like, wow, like my clients really, really, really believe in themselves. Like they are getting amazing results and it's only getting better and better. And like that wouldn't be possible if I had not stepped into my full belief, 
right? If I don't believe in myself and I don't believe in my ability as, you know, in in my ability as a coach and in my potential and my success. And if I didn't truly believe that I could have it all, I could be an amazing wife and mother and business owner, CEO, all the things like I would never have been able to help my clients create that belief for themselves. And so this has been a huge takeaway. It's not just like I believe in myself and then like I help my clients just run their businesses. But it's like I, the beliefs that I have in myself, like I can help my clients create those beliefs in themselves. And that, right, our beliefs, our most practiced thoughts is what create our incredible results. And so that has just been so fun to see and to witness in all of my clients, but especially in person on this amazing retreat and it's just so gratifying um, to do this. And I want to share with you guys that um, takeaway from the last year of like really me stepping into my power has resulted in my clients doing the same. Number nine, this is literally just like a, a word of advice to my semi like past self, but also um, to anyone listening that might be just like really shying away from or scared of like actually doing work outside of like strategic work and just like getting more information and knowledge in your business. Like just do the damn mindset work. <laughs> like I don't swear a lot on this podcast. But this is so important. Like we just have to do it. We just have to do the mindset work. We have to do the subconscious healing work. We have to do the inner child work. We have to dig in. We have to dig deep or none of this junk that's blocking us and creating a ton of self-sabotage patterns in our our businesses as well. Like none of that is going to be released if we don't dig in and it hurts. It's terrible. I'm not going to lie. Like it is really painful sometimes to do this work but it's so necessary. And like, this is a huge takeaway from all of the development work that I've done in the past year, all of the work, like there's been so much mindset, subconscious, energetic work. I've worked with energy healers. I've worked with subconscious mindset coaches. I've worked with Reiki masters. I have done a ton of prayer work and a ton of other like Christian mindset focused work. Like it's been across the gamut. I've done a ton of inner child work, ancestral healing work, like journaling, all the things. And it has been so mind blowing, so life changing. And I really think that like, and that's why I, I, I'm so adamant about like my clients doing this work as well. And like not brushing over this work because you can't grow on strategy alone, right? You don't get results on strategy alone. And so just do the work, right? Just do it for yourself. You're going to thank yourself. Your future self's going to thank your current self, right? All right. Last big takeaway. And then I'll share quick uh, my 10 money-making thoughts with you guys. All right. A messy, non-linear journey is not a bad thing. Like It is a part of life. It is a part of business. And it's the only way to true growth and success. All right. That's a big one. I don't want to dig into it a ton, but really it's just the idea that you guys like there's no one right path. Kind of like there's no one right strategy. There's no one right funnel, whatever. There's no one right way to write an email or a post or whatever. Like there's no one right way to do life and business. Like non-linear meaning like I'm looking, I'm thinking like I have this vision of this graph. 
in my head where we think like we start in like the bottom left of this graph and we just like incrementally grow and grow and grow and grow. And it's like this beautiful, perfect like process. And I know that you've probably seen um, even just like memes out there on the internet of like, oh, this is what an actual entrepreneurial like journey looks like. And it's just like wild, crazy up and down roller coaster with twists and like, and people, I think a lot of people like kind of mock that or just like, oh yeah, funny, funny, right? Like it's super messy, but then they fight it internally right? They're like, oh yeah, that's so true. So funny. But then internally they're like, no, I don't want it to be like that, right? Like I want it to be easy. I want it to be linear. I want it to be like next step, next step, next step, like incrementally um, growing. No, you know, ebbs and and flows in that. Just like, I just want it to be a straight line um, because that feels safer, right? That feels more predictable, whatever, right? And so it's like this funny thing outwardly, but internally, a lot of women especially fight it. They're like, no, it shouldn't be like this, right? But I want you to know that this is actually the only way to true growth and success and lasting, sustainable growth and success is just this messy, nonlinear journey where we are just like growing at our own pace, right? We have like really big wins and then we also have really big setbacks, right? Or we have little wins and little setbacks and like all of the things happen on this journey and like no journey looks similar to anyone else's journey. And um, I've talked about this a lot on like the comparison episode that I recorded, I don't know, maybe a couple weeks or a couple months ago now. But we oftentimes like do this, do this thing to ourselves where we like put ourselves in our in a box and we compare ourselves like the middle of our journey or even like the beginning of our journey to someone else's middle, right? And we we look at them and we're like, oh, they have it all figured out. Like it feels, it seems like it's so easy for them and whatever, all of the things that we have, all of the thoughts that we have about someone else's journey. But the reality is like everyone's journey is super messy, is really nonlinear, is like all over the place. And they may just not share that right? And you don't have to share like the messy middle, but I think it makes us all more human when we do, which is why I love sharing a little bit more of the behind the scenes. Like I'm not sharing all of my drama um, with you guys, but I do share some of it because it's, it's part of the journey. And I want you to know, like my journey to like my signing my first client and, you know, hitting my first 10 K month, like a couple months later and creating, you know, all of the success, creating a podcast, creating, you know, new programs and launching new offers and hitting a 20K month and lots of like really, really big cash months in my business and having, you know, all of these things, it has not come in like a linear fashion. Like there's been so many, so many dips, so many setbacks, so many just like dramatic situations, most of them in my head, right? In the past two years and even in the past year of of having this podcast. And it's been really fun to share that with you guys. But I just want you to like embrace that idea um, for yourself too, that a messy non-linear journey is not a bad thing. It's actually a really good thing. And it's the only way to true like lasting, sustainable growth and success because it's not just like up and up and up right? And we get to process things as they come up and it just makes us stronger and better and more resilient instead of just having this like beautiful, like rainbows and butterflies, like journey where nothing bad happens. And then we get like 
almost like jaded, like, oh, I I can't even like handle a setback and have no idea. Like we just start feeling entitled, entitled to like a beautiful, perfect, non-messy journey that's just like perfect, right? And that's not life. That's not business. And that's not sustainable, right? Because we're hit with one setback and then we fall apart. Or we're hit with little setbacks and big setbacks and little wins and big wins. And we just get to enjoy the ride, enjoy the journey, right? Because a goal is truly just like a mile marker. I want you guys to think about that. Like it's not the end of the journey. Like the journey continues and it's always going to be messy. And that's half the fun. All right. Those are my top 10 takeaways from the last year. I hope that they were super, super helpful for you guys too. And I want to dig into 10 money-making thoughts that I have really focused on even in this last year of having this podcast. I've shared some of these thoughts before, but I'm going to actually share them in just like a list with you guys. And I'm not going to dig into all of them. I'm just going to share them with you. And if you want to write them down, beautiful. I think we'll link them up in the show notes as well. So you guys can have them there. And honestly, like these are not like registered trademark thoughts. Like these are thoughts. These are beliefs that are available to like any single person on the planet. And um, that includes you. And so you can borrow these beliefs from me if you want and try them on, see how they feel, see how they make you feel, right? If they make you feel the way you want to feel in your business, if they make you feel whatever that is, like calm or committed or excited or motivated or optimistic or just confident or whatever, right? Like you decide how you want to feel and ask yourself like, oh, does this thought make me feel that way? If it doesn't, like feel free to change it, edit it to make it your own or come up with other powerful thoughts um, that are going to be part of your belief plan to really like step into the next level version of yourself and create the results that you want. And that is exactly what these thoughts have helped me do. So I'm just going to share them with you. And actually, I realized as I was counting through, there's a bonus. Um, of course, you guys know that it's really hard for me to, um, to just, it's, it's almost like this idea of like, I just want to share more all the time with you guys. So, um, this was unintentional, but I actually have 11 money making thoughts, which feels actually more fun and more abundant. Why not have 11 money making thoughts than, than 10? So here we go. Number one, clients are coming. I just want you to like say these out loud to yourself too and like feel them in your body and close your eyes and like visualize that. And this is actually what I do like on a daily basis. I don't have these thoughts like every single day, but I focus on them a lot. Um, and it's become more of like a normal practice where they just like pop into my head and I don't have to like intentionally journal on them, but I still do. Um, and dig into that too. But I just wanted to as like a, a side note. Say these to yourself and see how they make you feel. And like, if they make you feel good, then embody these thoughts, like wear them um, on a daily basis and just like bring them to life through, um, through your, your thinking, right. And, um, and, and the way that you show up as well, this will truly, truly affect the way that you take action and show up in your business as well. All right. So the first one, clients are coming. Number two, the better it gets, the better it keeps getting. I just want you to like hear the, the, um, belief in my voice when I say this. Like I truly believe these things and they make me feel like on top of the world when I focus on them. 
There is nothing that I cannot figure out. Like how powerful is that? There's nothing I can't figure out. Number four, making money is simple and fun. Like I truly believe that. I surrender my desires and I'm open and ready to receive. This was huge for me to stop controlling my results, stop controlling the clients and the money and the marketing and the whatever. It was truly like I set my desire and like I surrender my desires and I'm open and ready to receive always. Next one, I have more than enough time and money and I know more is always coming. That one feels so fun because for a really long time, I lived in the scarcity mentality, which I know a lot of you struggle with too, especially as moms and mom CEOs with time and money, right? It feels like there's not enough. And I coach my clients on this thought all the time. There's not enough time. There's not enough money. There's whatever. I need more. I need more. That only creates more insufficiency. So this feels so good to focus on, right? And the more we focus on it, the more it becomes true, right? I have more than enough time and money and I know more is always coming. The next one, this is really powerful for me. God loves me and wants an incredible life for me. That one feels so good, so abundant that like God's always on my side. And if that feels good for you, beautiful. If you want to replace it with like the universe or life or whatever, right? Go for it. For me, it feels good to focus on like God truly loves me and he wants an incredible life for me. And I know he's like always on my side, helping me create what I, what I want and what I am worthy of and what I already desire. The next one, I am magnetic when I work, when I play and when I rest. This is actually really powerful for me because I used to think that like I was only magnetic, like only like my marketing, my sales, my just like who I am was only going to like attract good things when I was working. And so although I've always been committed to a 20 hour work week, I have had a lot of thoughts and a lot of drama of like, maybe I should work more, like wanting to work more. And like, I've never really, you know, there have been weeks here and there where I've worked a little bit more than 20 hours for different reasons. But for the most part, it's just been like this desire in my mind and like this temptation almost to work more because I thought that that was like the only way that I could be magnetic and like get the things that I want. But I realized in the past year, especially that like, oh, when I play, when I rest, when I take time off, when I do things for myself, when I just am like in the flow of like living life and loving life and resting and not even thinking about my business, like clients just pop up, money just pops up, opportunities pop up. And like, this has been really fun for me to focus on. I'm magnetic when I work, when I play and when I rest number nine. All right. Dream clients are on their way to me right now. And they love to pay me for the work that I love doing. I'm going to read that one again to you guys. Dream clients are on their way to me right now. And they love to pay me for the work that I love doing. Like, wow. Try that on for yourself, for your business. Like, believing that dream clients are coming to you right now and they love paying you 
has been mind blowing. Like I pretty much don't get objections anymore, like money objections, spouse objections, whatever. Like it's just not really a part of my business anymore. Um, because I am one attracting like the right, the right women, right? They come to me pre-soul, like ready because they know that I can help them because I know I can help them. And they do love paying me. Like, is it scary? Yeah, sometimes. But guess what? Every time I pay a mentor or a coach or like make a payment, like I have so much gratitude, but it's also a little scary to make a big investment, right? In our businesses. And that's very normal, but it is um, so fun, right? To get to that place where like, you know, that clients love paying you and you love doing the work, right? You love helping them. And it's like this beautiful energetic exchange. All right. Number 10, I live in a constant state of overflow, overflow of time, money, energy, connections, joy, and love. This has been really powerful for me. Understanding the idea of overflow is the opposite of like this, this lack, right? Sometimes people talk about it like with abundance mindset, um, which, which is like the same thing, but just the word abundance, like just doesn't, um, I don't know. It just doesn't really resonate with me for some reason. Um, and so I love the idea of overflow. Like I picture just like this coffee mug almost like overflowing or like a huge, um, waterfall is just like overflowing this like reservoir and like not in a bad way that like things aren't like flooding, but like just like so much you could never like contain it all. And this feels so good to me to focus on like, oh my gosh, there's so much time and money and energy. Like I have so much energy. I have so many connections. I have so much joy and love. Like it's just overflowing always and I can't contain it. And this feels so good to focus on and see it actually happening in my life. And number 11, this is so fun. I want to share this last one with you guys before we wrap up. Everything is always working out for me and I'm right where I need to be. This helps keep me grounded in like truly like, yes, I'm right where I need to be. Like, I don't need to be further. I don't have to have hit this goal yet. Like I am on my way. I'm right where I need to be, right where God wants me, right where God needs me, right where like I'm supposed to be to learn the lessons I need to learn, to make the progress I need to make, to work with the clients I'm supposed to work with. And everything's always working out for me, even if it doesn't feel like it in the moment trusting that everything always works out for me and I'm right where I need to be feels so incredibly powerful and grounding and beautiful. And so those are my 11 money-making thoughts. There's a lot more where that came from, but I wanted to have a little restraint today and and share those like super powerful ones with you guys, along with some 10, um, the top 10 takeaways from the last year, not only about podcasting, because I, I didn't want this to be to be all about like, oh, here's what I've learned about podcasting because I, I know that like not all of you guys, not everyone that listens has their own podcast or even has a desire to have their own podcast. And so I just wanted to, this to be a little bit more generalized, but also just a beautiful reflection that you guys can take, apply to your own lives and businesses. Of course, everything I share on this podcast, I want it to be so applicable to you. And so this can like, you can treat this like a coaching call. Like you just got some, some great coaching from me today. And I want you to go apply that in your life and business and like do the work. Uh, reflect on your own last year of like 2020 
from May to May or whatever. Maybe it's just a reflection of the last month. Like doing this is really powerful. And if these thoughts, if these 11 money-making thoughts really feel good to you, borrow them. I encourage you to share them, like take a picture of, um, of, of your journal and share it with me on, um, especially over on Instagram is where I am really hanging out and having so much fun lately. You can find me on Instagram at Rachel underscore Olstead. So it's just my name with an underscore in the middle and tag me in them. I'd love to see your money making thoughts. I'd love to see your top 10 takeaways or any takeaways, reflections, I love seeing and hearing from our, our listeners and subscribers. I think they're now calling them like followers of the podcast, whatever, however you want to think about it. Um, but it has been such a fun journey this past year. I just want to thank all of you guys who have been active listeners, um, since day one. Or if you just found the podcast, like on this episode, beautiful. Welcome. It's so fun to have new listeners here. And, um, I'm just so excited and just optimistic about like what this next year of podcasting is going to look like. And we have some really, really um, fun, special episodes. I've been sharing a lot and have had a lot of guest experts on and clients on, and that's just going to continue. And I'm just so grateful and honored to have this opportunity and this platform and to share with you guys every single week here on the Dream Builder Society podcast. So anyways, cheers to the last year of podcasting. And um, to the next year coming up. And if you guys are, of course, looking for support in your business from a strategy and mindset coach, really helping you step into your power as a CEO, helping you simplify business, helping you make those 5k months and beyond a reality in your business, like that is what I'm here for. I'm here to help you and support you and push you and keep you accountable and and be your be your coach. And so if that is something that you are looking for that type of support, I'm here to help. I am one message, one call away. Um, We will link up the link. Um, I offer free clarity calls to anyone looking to chat and just to, to connect and to see if working together would be a good fit. Obviously, I always want to make sure it's a good fit on both sides for me and for you, but that is what I will leave you guys with today. So have a beautiful rest of the week and we will talk to you soon. All right, that's it for today's episode of the Dream Builder Society podcast. If you enjoyed this episode, we would love if you would head over to iTunes to subscribe and leave a review. By leaving a review, you're helping us get this content into the hands of other powerful women and playing a part in fulfilling our mission of empowering women to build their own dream lives and businesses. Don't forget to head over to my Facebook group, The Dream Builder Society, for more guidance, support, and high-level training so you can start learning, growing, taking action, and getting results in your business right now. See you there.